You are listening to Vocalo Radio. My name is Ari Mejia, and this is Love Found, Chicago stories of finding love in all its forms. For anyone that's a sports fan, you already get what I'm about to say. When you have a sport or a team that you love, and you meet someone that also loves that sport or team, it's like you're immediately family. Or let's say you're at a game and the home team scores. It's as if the people next to you who are strangers are now lifelong besties. I remember once pulling up to an interview with a friend I was working on a story with. This was on the south side, and the house where we were parked in front of had a huge Chicago White Sox flag. It was hanging above the door. And the man who lived there was out front in his yard and said to us as we were getting out of the car, playfully, but also with kind of a tone that makes you wonder how much they're playing. He was like, y'all, I need to know, before you can park outside my house, are you a Sox fan? In unison, we said yes, and then all three of us laughed. It's a tool of connection, easily accessible and ever so clearly from the heart. After I listened to this story we're about to share with you, I read that psychologists say being a sports fan is good for your health. It raises self-esteem, connects us to other people, and fosters a true sense of belonging. This is what this story is about today. And in particular, this past year's World Cup. Joshua X. Miller brings us today's story. My name is Joshua X. Miller, production intern here at Vocalo Radio and associate producer of the Love Found series. Today's story showcases how the love of sports can bring complete strangers together. Loyola University student Gabe Paredes shares how the 2022 World Cup game forged new friendships and community in the United Airlines Terminal at O'Hara International Airport. I'm a student at Loyola University. On the afternoon of this year's World Cup final, I was flying out of O'Hara International Airport to visit family for winter break. I'm Hispanic, so the World Cup is very important to me. Never mind the implications this game had on the sport's biggest stars. This was a once-in-a-lifetime event, and I wanted to treat it as such. Unfortunately, since we were on break and I was traveling that day, I couldn't make plans to watch the game with my closest friends or family. I was lucky, however, that the game was in the morning, and I was not flying out until later that day. So... I decided to head to the airport early in hopes of finding some fellow travelers to watch it with. Gabe's love for soccer started at a young age. He recalls his first introduction to the sport and why it's so important to him. My dad definitely got me into it when I was very young. And I remember the first game that I watched, at least that where I knew what was going on, but it was the, the game uh, Chile and Honduras in the 2010 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, we woke up at like five in the morning because um, we were in Alaska for a trip way back when, and you know it was just really special to to root for your country and and the stars that are in your team because they're they're part of your nationality, but you know they're great players as well, and it's a great tournament. For the most part, it's part of our everyday life. As I arrived at the airport, I'll admit that I was a bit disappointed. I couldn't believe that the building wasn't buzzing like I was inside. I passed through security and started looking for a place to watch it in. I seemed like any other day at O'Hare, 
but I finally found a bar where they ensured me they would tune into the game once it started. Gabe remembers that the bar's cozy atmosphere, wood finishing and interior and exterior seating, reminded him of something he would find in Streeterville. And it's just got this a bit of like an Irish theme, but it's just like any traditional sports bar, you know what I mean? They had a, a bar, but then also like a place where you can get like your just normal food, like a pizza or something like that. At first, I kept to myself, but once the game started, the lady next to me couldn't help but notice my excitement. We introduced ourselves, and she started asking me about what we were watching. I talked her through the background of each team and what it meant for the legacy of the sport. Lionel Messi, who's the greatest soccer player of all time, was trying to win his first World Cup trophy against the defending champions, France, who had the next up-and-coming star, Kylian Mbappe. Soon enough, I was the third commentator for the few that were at the bar. The lady next to me learned a lot about soccer, but I learned a lot about her as well. She's not from Chicago, but she makes a stop at this specific bar O'Hare every other week due to her frequent travels. She spent so much time there that the bartenders and staff were like a second family to her, and I was grateful to be included. We cheered and celebrated Argentina's first two goals together. I was rooting for them, by the way. She unfortunately had to go at halftime, and although I was already super appreciative for my new friend, the game and this bar had so much more in store. Other people started sitting at the bar, and the game was the perfect icebreaker. I talked to so many people from all around the world with different backgrounds, ages, and motivations to travel. By the end of the regular 90 minutes, France had tied up the game, and it was going into extra time. For those listening who, like me, are unfamiliar with the rules of soccer, extra time consists of two 15-minute halves and is used to break a tie at the end of a regular playing time. Similar to American football, Whoever scores the most points at the end of extra time wins the game. If there's still a tie after the two 15-minute halves are complete, then the winning team is determined by penalty kicks, known by soccer fans as penalties. I looked back for the first time since the start of the second half and noticed the -the out-the-door crowd. Everyone's eyes were peeled to the screen. No matter who we were rooting for, We were all in this together. My dream had become a reality and there's nowhere I would have rathered be. Extra time was tense. Every play was met with cheers, oohs, and ahs from the crowd. Argentina scored a goal, but so did France. We were going into penalties. Soccer penalties are an anxious affair. With every kick, my fellow travelers and I gripped each other tighter in anticipation of who would be crowned champion. When Argentina slotted the winning penalty, the bar exploded with shouts, cheers, and hurrahs. I hugged, laughed, and cried with absolute strangers like there was no tomorrow. That final is now deemed by most as one of the best of the modern era. Messi was finally graced with a World Cup victory, but I was also graced with the miracle of universal friendship all thanks to the beautiful game. The World Cup truly brings everyone together. Winning the World Cup is no small feat. 
This win meant much more than just a victory for Argentina. How sharing our love can create environments, foster community, and turn once-in-a-lifetime events into moments of magic. This piece was produced by Joshua X. Miller, Vocalos Production Intern. Editorial support from me, Ari Mejia, and special thanks to Gabe Paredes for sharing your story with us. You can find Love Found and so many other interviews, stories, and music at Vocalo.org. <laughs>